to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I listen because Rod and Karen are hot. Mmm. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Out Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday. No show tomorrow. No show Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Um, got to move Airbnb, so I got to pack all this for stuff up and then unpack for it again. Reason, mm-hmm. The week has been the day off. Because for some reason, I kept thinking today was Wednesday. Don't ask me why. Well, we had the last two Mondays off, I believe. Something like that. You know what? Yeah. And so it's kind of been throwing, <laughs> it's kind of throwing my, my days off. Yeah. And then we're getting next Monday off for MLK. So it's going to be back to four day right. week. Um, but yeah. Uh, or as, as they call it at Disney, that's a regular week now. Come your ass to work for four days. All right. It's a regular. That's, that's the whole work week. The mouse not playing with y'all. Okay, y'all better get y'all ass back up in there. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, you can find the show everywhere you find podcasts. Leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We love those as long as they're nice. Official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport. Bullet ball. A bullet ball. Extreme. Extreme. Extreme um and you know how it is let's just go ahead and get right into it we got plenty of news to talk about um coronavirus news when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coronavirus. Again? Look, here we go again. We got variants. Really need to keep a mask on hand and follow the plan. Get the vaccine and second shots. Whether woman or man, black guy who tips is doing their part, but the dummies expand. Niggas would rather believe a bunch of misinformation. Fuck y'all idiots not getting shots. Now we gotta regress. If we keep going in this direction, we never can rest. Never can get back to the lives we be living the best. Damn fool, stop the lying. Stop the intubation crying. Cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying. Huh? Damn fool, stop the lying. Stop Stop the ventilator crying, cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying. I do not understand this shit, I'm not a fan of this. We were like one win from the pandemic championship, but fuckers wanna leave it to game seven with Giannis Delta Kumpo blocking forward progression and Chris Middle fingers to your plans, man damn. Looks like it's no Drew Holiday for you and your mans. I'm sick of black people dying for real, so I'm just writing this new piece to let you know how I feel. Coronavirus. Fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe, yeah. Huh. So fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe, yeah. Coronavirus time. We got a few articles here. Uh, I guess the biggest news is uh, it's not 100% confirmed yet. No cause of death was listed, but we know she was hospitalized in December with COVID and then uh her partner went on their twitter account which i'm blocked on and said hey um pray for her and it's diamond of diamond of diamond and silk has uh passed away um and so it's interesting because like trump actually put something on his social media about it um unlike herman cain who he did not he didn't acknowledge yeah 
Um, was, you told me that. I was like, oh, word? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, and I think even in his comment that felt like he was trying to intimate that it was not COVID, it felt like, or he didn't want to say what it was. You know, you know how he is. He's shady. He said, really bad news for Republicans and, frankly, all Americans. Our beautiful diamond of diamond and silk has just passed away at her home in the state she loves so much, North Carolina. Silk was with her all the way. And at her passing, there was no better team anywhere or at any time. Diamond's death was totally unexpected. Probably her big and precious heart just plain gave out. Rest in peace, our magnificent diamond you will be greatly missed recipes diamond he has the look sad emoji and the prayer hands emoji um and i noticed it's mega force will i don't know what that means but uh, oh that must be who retweeted it okay but um yeah so i wonder if he's trying to say like oh it's just some heart related stuff uh, nothing to do with COVID. you know like if he's trying to like we'll never know you know <laughs> do you know how he does um they were COVID deniers they actually got kicked mm-hmm. off of fox um because yep. they were too loose they, for fox it was too radical they was like you can't do these things you can't say these things and they were very upset about that yeah they were doing anti-vax conspiracy theory stuff on fox and um yeah they said you gotta you gotta go um and and so uh you know it's that thing where it's kind of like that dude from yesterday uh the chef waymo or whatever mm-hmm. i mean i'm supposed to feel bad for people that kick hornet's nest or people that get that karma or people that get i don't really feel bad you know it's like that like you can't mandate that i feel bad for people that i think led a lot of folks right down the same path with this with their logic a lot of people died yeah yeah and the thing is cover don't care nothing about if you think it's real or not it don't matter cover's like i don't care if you think i'm real you're gonna really be dead fucking around denying me so mm-hmm. yeah I, I think that's what it was um and i think um trump just likes them because they were loyal trump supporters that went down with the ship and while many while many people seem to be abandoning now that it's uh expedient you know i saw marjorie taylor green doing an interview basically being like i was misled by things on the internet when asked about why she was so QAnon." so like people are trying to rehabilitate and reframe the history and be like let me get away from this trump thing It's, it's he's losing the party is starting to try to move on without him and yet there are some sycophants there are some true believers that are sticking with him and making things tough for the party and i think tough for themselves in this case you truly believe that and it's so crazy because you're anti-vax defending a man that is vaccinated for sure got the fucking got that remdesivir when he was definitely ill like Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy you know what they're doing in his name right right it does not make uh sense and it's one of those things 
where you hear that news and you're like okay and yeah. that's kind of as far as it went her and harry mccain that's what i said and I, some people tried to this morning I, I said that last night was like damn her and harry mccain died from maga and yes, they uh, did. i saw this morning a couple of prominent republican accounts and you know social media influencers were tweeting at me and quote tweeting me and trying to like you know say something back to me and i was just like i'm not responding to this shit like no just don't i already know the game i'm supposed to respond mm-hmm. help boost you y'all go back and forth eventually y'all dox me or 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 threaten me or just yep. annoy me all day yep. or whatever and you know what i don't need That's to play that game purpose. and you know one person even said some shit like uh, so a black person not trusting the government with a mysterious vaccine, da da da. I said, now you know your conservative ass don't care about black people no other time. Mm-hmm. So get the fuck out my face. Nope, man. Why you don't say nothing and you literally keep it moving? Yeah. So because the whole purpose is to start a fight. Like that's the whole purpose. Yeah, and to get the the clicks off of it. China mm-hmm. China halts visas for Japan and South Korea in in a COVID nineteen spat. Oh, because they was like, y'all can't flow over here? So they were like, fine, you can't come over here. So because those countries have testing requirements for people traveling from China, they decided Mm -hmm. that now you can't uh, you can't come to to China from these two places. Um, We're not issuing any new visas until I guess until y'all take back those restrictions. Okay. I literally do not understand like, what they like, are getting. the purpose? Yeah. It's like they're going, well, we said everybody can go outside and people's like, yeah, but y'all been lying. We don't know what the true numbers are. Y'all, are, like I said before, y'all are actually going through the shit that a lot of places went through two, three years ago. Y'all are experiencing this shit for the first time. And if you if if you if you let the 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 diagrams and you know and all that shit tell you it goes up and then it goes down it goes up and then it goes down and eventually that hill gets a little lower each time but you're gonna be these ups and downs ups and downs ups and downs because that's that's what the virus does and people are like no you can't just roll up in here no yeah it's funny and particularly if you were telling the truth about your numbers. Mm-hmm. Not that people wouldn't still be like this, but you would get less pushback. But because nobody knows what your fucking numbers are, people are like, no. Yeah, I, it's funny because um, they, they, it's like that thing where people do where it's like, hey, bitch, you fine. It's like, nigga, get your ugly ass away from me. And it's like, don't nobody want your ugly ass anyway. That's what it feel like they're saying. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like you gonna have to get tested to come to our countries. Well, you can't come to our countries, then, bitch. How about that? Don't nobody want y'all anyway. Um, almost everyone in China's third most populous province has been infected with COVID. Um, this is from an Australian news source, abc.net. Almost ninety percent of people in China's third most populous province have been infected with COVID as the country battles an unprecedented surge in cases. Um, the director of health commission for central Henan province said uh, as of January 6, 2023, the province's COVID infection rate is at 89%. God damn, that's a high number. 
With a population of almost 99.4 million, the figures uh, suggest about 88.5 million people in Henan have been infected. Uh, visits to fever clinics peaked on December 19th, after which it showed a continuous downward trend, according to Mr. Khan. Um, China has been battling the surge in cases because they lifted all the restrictions. Yeah, and so people are looking at that going, why would we just let y'all roam free in our country? No! Yeah, I don't understand this, man. I, I mean, I hope this is a reputable site. It seems like it is, um, as, you know, all the other stuff on the site seems to be cool. But those numbers are so eye-popping. Um, it's just hard to believe, you know. Not that it, it's not true, but just, God damn. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? And the 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 thing is, is when you're looking at it, and you don't want to have, I guess, your biases, but they, but it automatically kicks in. But it's also one of those things where you go, yeah, y'all went from restricting everybody to no restrictions. So now yeah. people are literally just walking around, breathing on each other, going to see family, going to see friends, you know, yeah. lollygagging, doing all the shit they did before. And people who probably would not have gotten infected are getting infected, a lot of them for the first time. A, lot, a large percentage of your population is not vaccinated. A lot of your older people are not vaccinated. You know, I only know about children, you know, and then the vaccinations that you do have, which we don't talk about, aren't, they don't have like the 98, 99% mm. uh, efficacy, if I'm saying that right, as the mm. other ones do, uh, because y'all don't want the uh, the ones from the country to be like, hey, y'all, you know what? These are actually got a higher percentage rate. Y'all gonna know we want our own shit. You know, and people don't talk about that when they talk about this. It's like, hey, like the the uh, shots they do got, they're not they're, they're not as strong, and that matters too. So you have people that are vaccinated, but they have a a, a higher percent chance of getting infected just because of you got that eighty something percent versus that ninety something percent, and um, it's one of those things where it has to be frustrating for everybody around because it's like you said, nobody handled this great. Because, like you said, people here talking about be like them. It's like, oh, word. Now, people got mad. Now, people got tired of being shut up in their house. Like, literally, we never had a lockdown. They was like, get your ass in the house, and don't you ever come out. We would, they was like, can, would you please go home? Uh, please? Would you please? And people was like, fuck it. Here. But they was like, no, we're not asking. We're telling you to get your ass in the house type of thing. And the people was like, you can't just lock me up forever like we can't stay in this mode forever and no country was going to stay like that forever even the countries that had really harsh restrictions started lifting them up they had to lift them up after a while because you start impacting the economy you start impacting businesses you start impacting the people around you just start affecting everything and people are long term are not built to just be by themselves, separated from their family, separated from their loved ones for extensive periods of time. We, we, we're just not built like that. People are social creatures. Now, there are people that, uh, you know, they quote unquote, don't like other people, don't like to be around people. Cool, cool, cool. But every now and then, guess what you do? You go out in the public. You might not interact. You might not say nothing to them, but you are in the presence of other people. And so, you know, those things matter. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, yeah, it was just a matter of time, but also, like, their government was petty about it. Like, they basically was like, well, here then. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's no restrictions. And 
I don't know, man. It's a very scary time over Instead there. I feel bad for people. Thing. I feel bad for people over there that, you know, Dude. have, um, you know, that that are just kind of out there to thrown to the wolves because I don't know how you you can't even really get help at the hospital at this point. Um, no. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said before, and I will uh, continue uh, to say this, they that's a prime example of what happens when the government says, fuck it. You know, mm. like when when the government says, mm, I guess, like y'all just go out there and do your own thing. This is a prime example of one extreme to the other extreme. You know, yeah. you got to be somewhere in the middle. Um, new graphic reveals extent of great res resignation. How many people quit their jobs since 2021 and the industries that have been hit the hardest? The main things um, that I took from it. I actually, I think I might be able to show y'all this. Hold on. Let me. Uh, okay. I think I might be able to pull this up and show y'all the the um the video of it. Uh, but oh, it's only like thirty three seconds. Let me see. Is there audio with this too? I don't think there is. Okay, yeah, it's just music. Uh, but yeah. Um, so they they put up like broken down by the industry, how many people had um basically resigned over the years, and as you can see, like it's going over the time and you, which ones grow but at the top oh. leisure and hospitality is always at the top yeah first it was professional and businesses and then the hospitality just took it over yeah because those are the people, people that were on the front line that couldn't avoid yes. covid and, uh, and and all that stuff and um you know so that's 18 oh, almost 19 million people since january 2021 um, resignations have never have not gotten below four million a, a month since the beginning of the pandemic. Like every month, four million people go. I'm out. Uh, professional damn. for professional and business services. Uh, it's one of the reasons that the employment rate I think is high is because people keep going. Well, these unemployment numbers. Uh, you know, that it's the lowest ever, it's the lowest ever. It's like, yeah, because also you got a lot of people out of the game that were like, if if working was not a necessity for them 100%, they like, right. I'm not dying for y'all because I like Correct. being a Walmart greeter or I like, you know, working at a bed and breakfast. Like, I got some retirement money or I have the ability to do something else. I'm going to just do that because it's safe. Yes, yes. So you had, a, a like you say, a big group of people that you know were actually doing things out of luxury like sure i just grab a second job you know particularly older people I, you know i'll do this part-time but when they was like oh we want you to take your ass i ain't get sick a lot of them was like the fuck of that I, what i'm not gonna do is go out here and die and you know for a lot of places people are going out to eat and stuff and they'd be like well i go these restaurants that actually said the ones that survived you know, uh, they like the food don't taste the same. Yeah, because the person that's probably actually used to make that shit either left or they're dead. And yeah, so um, the I, yeah, I, I see a lack of expertise when I look at these numbers. You know, think about how your life has changed in the last few years. Think about the things that you are like, oh, man, this fell off. That fell off. What happened to this type of well, leisure and hospitality is what a lot of people spending money on uh you know that leisure and hospitality is a lot of like restaurants travel you know things like yes. that 
um and, and how goes down and how many people have complained about those those industries in the last couple of years more than usual professional and business services um that's kind of too vague for me to really know um but retail trade you know that people ain't shopping in stores anymore when you go in there of course like best buy is terribly run now you know what i mean like there's no one in there really there is a lot of like why didn't you just buy this online and come pick it up you know yeah uh, looking at you like the fuck you in here for unless you picking something up Healthcare and social assistance um that would make sense a lot of people frontline workers saw the complete disrespect that we treat them with as a society and how we underpay them the nurses are on strike right now in new york city like um mm-hmm. and that's not something that's uncommon in a lot of big cities right now so that makes sense uh, manufacturing government um the manufacturing i wonder i think a lot of that's because of warehouses and stuff like that too but mm-hmm. government i wonder how many of those are people that quit because y'all not gonna make me take no vaccine and shit like that yep. you know yep. that's what that is it's like i'm not gonna get that shot uh but yeah it's just i just thought it was interesting the the numbers i wish they would even broke it down further into just like restaurants because i bet you that number is high as hell you Mm -hmm. know and those are people living check to check but they just you know if you have any if there's any literally anything else you can do you probably wouldn't did it if you could make enough money to make a living because just that no one gives a fuck about those workers Nope. Um, as much as people claim they do, they don't. Let's get into some other news. Get into some uh, regular ass news. Uh, get my regular ass news song. How about this? says cancel culture has become trendy and misused and misdirected i agree uh she uh said um on twitter this may be a random time to say this but it's on my heart cancel culture is appropriation there was a real outrage from truly marginalized people and now it's become trendy misused and misdirected i hope we can phase out of this and focus our outrage on the real problems that the truth i'm gonna be honest i'm not really sure which way she means this and i don't know that it would behoove her to be any more specific than that because i think you can take this a myriad of ways and make it kind of into something that you agree with if you like her Mm -hmm. like um because the way she phrased it, it you know it could be that time that they was you know telling her to change her song or something uh like oh this is her because i saw people taking it that way i'm not saying that's what she meant but i saw people taking it like oh she just trying to say that it was wrong when they told her to change that song and take that word out then there was people saying like it's about how it started in the gay community and, and lgbtq spaces and now 
other people are using it and they don't even really understand what it means for cancel it just means like you personally ain't fucking with something as opposed to like starting a movement and all this stuff so you got people saying that i'm sure there's conservatives being like finally lizzo said something i agree with or something like i don't like it just feels like it's nebulous enough for everybody to go right on but i would need her to really elaborate before i say any cosign anything (laughs) but yeah so i just thought that was interesting Oh, she made a statement, so there was, it's not like she was saying something and somebody could ask her follow-up questions. Nah, she okay. just tweeted it, and then I don't think there was any follow-up. She just... But I, I just think I think it is interesting. I think um, it says a lot about what we consider cancel culture or the use of the word cancel culture in that a lot of different people can see what she's saying and agree, even if those people ain't even in the same side of those arguments. Um, right uh southwest airlines selling tickets starting as low as 49 dollars to make up for the recent holiday fiasco Mm -hmm. i seen a lot of people joking but they was keeping it real they was like yeah i'm gonna buy my tickets to japan for 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 159 dollars because them prices gonna drop because people gonna be like i'm not flying you because i don't want to get fucking stuck Mm. yeah i i mean i could i would i could see people buying these tickets i mean Mm because the Unless it's a bomb cyclone situation, you probably gonna be straight. They was operating for yeah, years without this issue. Now I don't right. know what contingency plans they've come up with in the last few weeks. I hope they got something, uh, right. app, uh, some sort of emergency like hub yeah. situation, something yeah. better than what yeah. they had before. Correct, and like there are gonna be some people just gonna fly them no matter what, and I completely understand it, but. There's a lot of people that were really upset and was like, bitch, you took forever to get my luggage. I will and they when they said I will never fly you again, they meant that. And so it's gonna be very hard well, to They meant that they meant that for the, at the they meant that at the old price. Uh, that's true. I don't know if they I don't know if they mm, meant it. You know, you get a good discount, you might have to eat your words. Yeah. Like did they mean it at this price? I don't forty nine dollars. Uh Elder Barge was arrested in California on drugs and weapon charges. What? Yeah. Come about the single? Yeah. That's crazy because that's like some Chico the Barge shit. Right? That's not Elder Barge. <laughs> that's the other Barge. I can see Chico doing this shit, but El- Ooh, I didn't know Elder Barge. What's happening here? Yeah, Burbank police arrested DeBarge at a local gas station after noticing his vehicle had expired tags. Mm-mm-mm. However, when the cops approached the singer, they spotted an expandable metal baton, which is an illegal weapon. An expandable metal baton. Um, you hit somebody with? I think is yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, baton that you hit people with. It kind of like, okay. um, you know, those things where you like pull them out like that and like you know what i'm talking about pull it like that it gets longer and you can hit people with it i'm always getting advertised those on facebook i don't know what they think i'm into but <laughs> it was like you whatever you said you don't said the cold word and they like oh would you like a baton it's always like if you if you go walking and you need this mm. um then then you should take this stick with you to hit dogs and shit or something i don't know it's just it's 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 kind of crazy i would have never thought about getting a baton well shit if, is it is it illegal when well, shit no carolina you probably can carry that bitch around with no problems 
Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Um but uh yeah, he he got arrested. Um so after they saw the metal baton, they started to the search. They discovered pepper spray and what they believed to be a heroin-like drug in addition to his expired license. He was charged with possessing a leaded cane or baton, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Um, he's scheduled to return to court in March after posting $25,000 bail. Um, and, of course, he has a history of addiction and legal difficulties and stuff. So hopefully he'll... He'll be all right. Yeah, I guess time will reveal if uh any of this stuff is um is true. You know. Mm-hmm. Just uh hopefully he can get out and get the treatment and love him in a special way that he needs. <laughs> Probably out there in the middle of the rhythm of the night and you know nothing good happens at that time nothing um <laughs> um all right uh em- yeah, you, you, let, you let my mama tell you <laughs> oh uh, this old black person phrase you let my mama tell it she's like don't nothing be at that night but holes and prostitutes <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what my mama used to tell me all right Keep your ass in the house. That's all to be out there at nighttime. Hookers you know, and that's not true. Nothing but hookers and who's Johnny? That's <laughs> that was a stretch, but I needed to get it in there. Uh, all right, uh, scientists have overlooked the snake clitoris until now. Snakes got clitoris? Where I been? Or as I like to say, clitoris. Um. <laughs> Missed for decades, the anatomical revelation opens the door to seduction and female stimulation potentially playing roles in snake mating. But they do got them forked tongues. Um, you know, male snakes sport forked tongue. Gen- for- oh, male snakes have forked genitals called hemipenis or hemipenes mm-hmm. uh, that looks a bit like a pink cactus and often has spines to match. That's good enough for him is what's good enough for him is good enough for her in the suborder serpents or uh, some pitas in a paper published Wednesday in the proceedings of Royal Society B scientists provide the first proper scientific description of the hemiclitoris or a bifurcated, 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 bifurcated clitoris in a female snake. The study also challenges the longstanding bias in biology linked to cultural attitudes about a dearth of women in the field that has left female sexual anatomy woefully understudied in many species. So not only do snakes have the hemiclitoris the study's author reports but the organs also contain nerves and erectile tissue suggesting they they serve a reproductive function and they are not merely vestigial hmm. so so snakes be getting down and dirty too huh? snakes be having orgasms and shit hmm. so i don't i don't know if there's like a snake shortage or something it doesn't seem like we there's much to do with this information <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we're working on like we got to bring snakes back. You know, it's not you know we don't got enough of right now is these fucking snakes, man. You gotta get these snakes some snake vibrators, you know, or something, a different type of clutch of eggs. 
Um, <laughs> Eminem. And, and, mm-hmm. I'm about to say, and I guess uh, your tongue would have to be hard with a snake. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Okay. I mean, they do got yeah. them. They can't unhinge their jaws. So I don't know. They probably get into some, some freaky stuff over there at Snake Land. Yeah. They can they can 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 uh uh swallow small critters shit big critters fucking whole yeah so I don't know what's going on with these snakes you know um Eminem's new packaging is causing a stir what happened uh they're making a statement with the latest candy pack which figures an all female set of characters including purple is newest edition. It put the company once again knee deep into the culture wars controversy. Candy maker Mars announced that the limited edition all female pack will include only purple, brown, and green candies, the trio's female characters, who are upside down on the packaging to celebrate women everywhere who are flipping the status quo. The packs are currently on sale. I have not seen any of these because if I would have, I would have bought some. And it's funny how you say women to this culture was the fuck is wrong with people. They're inanimate fucking objects. They're, objects. They're not even real. They're not real. They're they're what? We are out of shit to fight about. <laughs> we are running out of shit they're to fight real. about. And shit, it took forever to get to get the fake women around. Yeah, but I mean like imagine being mad about this, you know? These emin the feminization of the Eminems, or as I call them, the feminims. Okay, we don't need that. Okay, I like my. I like what. Listen, when I open up a bag of Eminems, I want a bunch of men Eminems just busting nuts in my mouth. Cause I eat the peanut butter ones. I eat the peanut ones. So I just want the nuts. I just want to gargle them nuts all the way down my throat. Just all oh, just. Mm, I just sometimes I just take out, a bowl out here being up eminist. Sometimes I just put a, take a lot of bowl and I just stick my whole face in them and just uh, you know just get them all over me. That's how I like my M and M's, manly, rugged M and M's, strong, wearing leather jackets and and chaps. Like said, they they want them hetero M and M's. I want a mustachioed M and M, you know, just <laughs> wearing a cowboy hat, just you know, coming into town, going to town on my tonsils, you know, or getting all on my taste buds. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> Don't be out here womanizing my M&M's. Well, you think I'm a snake trying to suck on some clitoris? No, you give me a goddamn man M&M nut in my mouth. You better not put no skirt on my M&M's. All right. My wife gonna your wife gonna cuck you by eating some of these eminent the man M&M's in your face, and I I get oh I just used to get so mad, but now now I eat them. They only for me. Who want them soft ass M and M's? You ever just you ever just drive out to the docks around three a.m. and just you know order you some a big old pack of manly M and M's? You ever just go? You ever just go to a circle? You ever just go to a Circle K and in the back they got a glory hole and you put your mouth down there and they just stuff some M&M's right down your throat like just some manly big old bulging bulbous M&M's just veiny M&M's like, veiny like a Snickers bar but it's an M&M you know that's what I'm into that's the only way I like my M&M's full of testosterone <laughs> that's the only way who is mad at this Oh my God, man! I like my M and M's covered in Axe body spray. Oh man! <laughs> Who 
is who is upset about this? They shit? gonna take the fun out of Eminem. The Eminem's gonna be gonna be like y'all colognes. Them shit's gonna be actions. <laughs> right. Punch Eminems. <laughs> I like running it. Eminems. Uh, Eminems gonna be having real jobs and shit. Just all the fun out the Eminems. Just stupid. Just I just don't under, get understand the anger. Just, they meant, hey guys, we want to celebrate women. We made a package and we're saying that the Eminems are are women. <laughs> Not over my dead body. You gonna get, hand me a pack of them man Eminems. Let me rip it open real quick and and just give me it all up in my face. Oh yes. Oh. Oh, yeah, just rub them on my nipples. Get, get them going all down my backside. Oh, just take a whole <laughs> bath in these M&M's, put them in my pee hole. That's, uh, that's the only way I can eat them. I got to have it this way. <laughs> Honey, they'd have been mad at me because uh, after Christmas, the M&M's went on sale. And honey, they had mint M&M's and they had uh, Christmas color M&M's. I was tearing them bitches up. <sighs> Stupid. All right. Just a dumb... <sighs> just dumb as shit what is wrong with our country well like and that's keep in mind this isn't even that controversial like this no, is not they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna fuck around they be like you see what they doing they emasculating the men m&ms mm-hmm. having these women m&ms running for them see 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 this is why where where, where are the m&m mothers <laughs> where, we, we, we so we can blame them for now the I'm family waiting. m&ms just falling apart right like i it, this is why i couldn't work for one of these companies because as soon as they get mad i'll be like uh yeah we actually have a follow-up announcement um mars candies uh they also lesbians mm-hmm yeah yes! every Every Eminem on that, yes, the all of them. They, they all, all they LGBTQIA. All, they are all of them. Matter of fact, we suggest you open you know, up. We got three of them up here. You know what? You can't see it. They're actually doing a threesome on the box. You just can't see it. You know Keep what? We actually out. suggest y'all open up the bag uh, slowly, and because if you open up too fast, it squirt all over you. It's, they in there getting it right now. Okay, they are in there. <laughs> if you see the bag <laughs> vibrating, then just give it a few minutes cuz they the, the our M&Ms <laughs> get they get they get it in, okay? They get it in. They get it in. You be, you be, you better be careful. Don't don't open up the bag. No, you might get a surprise. Uh all-time high number of weed using California seniors in the ER jumps 1800%. What? What? The number of Californians age 65 and older who end up in the hospital from using pot has jumped 18-fold since 2005. Many of them star- startled at how much... about how to do this right? They out here just, just setting it up for the first time, knowing they don't know what they're doing. Uh, many of them startled at how much stronger cannabis is nowadays. Emergency room visits ah, by seniors getting right, high... Okay. Emergency <laughs> emergency visits by seniors getting high jumped 1,808% from 366 to 12,167. And that's from 2005 to 2019. Um, so I guess they legalized cannabis at some point in California. And maybe it's getting stronger. Yeah, it it, it, it is uh, because uh, they have like, synthetic ones like like man-made strands of it and that's a lot stronger than the shit you actually get from the ground you know and that people actually grow 
Like it is not the same. And from, from you know, just seeing people talking online, they'll tell you it's a lot stronger. And if you don't know what you're doing and shit, you'll fuck around and be fucked up. Yeah. Um, so I guess they're trying to do some like marijuana panic type sh- reporting and shit to scare people. Um, that ain't gonna stop people. Yeah, <laughs> they're not letting go of the weed, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know what they're not doing? They're not dying in the hospital, right? That's what I was gonna say. I still don't see a report of death. Like, right? They OD, they OD because they was just tripping too hard and shit. It's like, oh right. my god, if we're floating in space. Then what is space floating in? I need to go to the ER. I need to go to the ER. <laughs> Only a doctor can explain this. Right. And the thing is, they probably taking themselves too, because they want, particularly the ones that don't want to tell their family, their friends, they might feel shame. They're like, you know what? Let me go in here. And they be like, Are you high, Bethel? Yeah. And tell also, now, are you high? Also, like, for a lot of these people, like, I would imagine they've been smoking weed so long. It's, yeah, it was bound to change. Mm-hmm. you know i'm like okay next time i'll take i'll smoke half a joint you know like I, i'll take one edible or whatever half an edible or some shit i don't i don't think it should be a you know i don't think it's like uh i just find it funny that they're like oh this shit hit different <laughs> like, <laughs> oh this shit is strong right nobody told me this i fallen and i can't get up and it's not because i hurt my hip i just I- Right. I'm just scared right. to get it's up because my hip broke. No, I ain't been doing no activities that would cause this. I'm falling. I can't get up because I don't think they're coming to get me. Uh, <laughs> a woman. The Apple watches and shit going on. Don't nobody know what's happening. A woman claims a four foot snake found in her luggage at the airport was an emotional support snake. If you don't get out of here, uh, you can see. No. The, you can see the scan of her. Uh, luggage and this is what they can see inside and they see the snake curled no. up Mm-mm. no it needs to be in a cage or something you can't just have that shit just, just roaming uh, guess what you really gonna have a snake on the plane fuck that right cause I mean if they were scanning it right wouldn't that mean it was your carry on yes Yes, yeah. like I say, people do bring animals, but a lot of times they keep it in like uh, something separate. Even with dogs and birds and all, like you have to, they, they you you can't just pack them in your carry on luggage and be like, it, you know, it's a support animal. They don't work like that. Uh, the airline that the woman was ticketed to fly on does not permit such cold blooded passengers, and the TSA said it notified the airline of the captured stowaway. Boa constrictors are non-venomous snakes. They squeeze their prey to death. They can be found in areas ranging from ranging from North Mexico to Argentina. Yeah, and they don't want to be accountable if something happens to this animal. You're going to sue right. them. You ain't, but this animal ain't got no fucking business on our flight. Right. Oh my goodness, that is weird and weird and scary. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We'll get to something else here. Uh. You know, maybe we'll do a different segment. Let me see what other news I have um, coming up that I want to talk about. How about, um, oh, you, know, you know what? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you go. You know what? And the thing is, you taking an, an emotional uh, animal. Did you ever think about you might be actually stressing the animal out locked in your suitcase? 
<laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like like you causing it emotional stress by not actually also, properly taking care of it. Also, you can't like people bring emotional support animals because you're gonna take them out and be around you on the plane. Correct. If you take that fucking snake out on the goddamn plane, it's gonna all it all hell's gonna break. I'll loose. panic. All from the crew and everybody, all panic. You fuck around and have them have to turn the plane around. Right. Like, you know you ain't had no business doing that. You better drive. You know what? That's Greyhound behavior. Like, you can do that on a Greyhound, or if you take the train. Check and carry on. Do you go ahead and you do that shit. You do that shit there. But you don't do that shit on no fucking plane. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not unless it's Spirit Airlines. Everybody be ready to fight you on that plane. Unless it's Spirit Airlines, and you do whatever the hell you want to do, because that's the rules no, on Spirit Airlines. Oh, but no. all the other ones... Mm-hmm. You can't bring no damn animal on there. That the, the, the other passengers be sure that uh the the uh the spirit to take your spirit. They were like, "What's gonna happen is we ain't gonna die. It ain't poisonous. I'm gonna fuck if it's po- not poisonous, and they mm-hmm. got a business on this plane." All right, let's move into another segment. cookout time it's time where we invite some allies to the cookout to hang out with us blacks where we give them all the credit for doing the least okay we are doing the most for y'all doing the least let's go ahead and get into it okay (laughs) the bare minimum uh cookout all-star has done a couple things to be re-invited to solidify his 2023 invitation to the cookout and that is of course our president joseph lamarius biden who oh yeah he's definitely coming he will return to atlanta next week to attend ebenezer baptist church's annual martin luther king jr celebration he's scheduled to speak sunday january 15th at the church uh and senator raphael warnock and reverend of course is the pastor of that church so it's funny because you know everybody was talking about yeah see they got your votes and then what they gonna stop caring about black people they don't do nothing all all they did was pass the crime bill and all this shit and biden stay fucking around with us he stayed coming through okay which is actually low-key how he won the nomination is because unlike bernie sanders and some of these other people that had lip service literal just lip service have never really been in the hood before they decided to run for president joe biden has been around black people for a long fucking time you know so you know while other people online were able to like dismiss him the people that have been uh voting and in south carolina georgia stuff they know him so yeah he last visited atlanta last january when he came uh, with Vice President Kamala Harris to discuss voting rights. So, yep. You know he coming. Um, and, of course, he uh, taps two women of color for his lead to lead his budget office. 
Mm-hmm. Didn't they? Didn't they say something like dope? Uh, 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 his people's like the most fucking diverse people, like all types of women, men, LGBTQ. Like a lot of these people, like the first such and such, and the first such and such, and the nobody ever had this position being such and such. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. He doing everything that people claim he ain't gonna. He can't do. Or ain't gonna do. Yeah, Shalanda Young to, is the director of the White House Office of Budget and Management. Uh, she currently serves as deputy director, so this next position will be a step in the right direction. She would also be the first black woman to hold an Office of Budget and Management directing title. Uh, he also nominated Nani Colorette, um, or Coloretti, uh, to step in as deputy director following Young's possible exit if she gets the directing position. Coloretti is uh, currently the senior vice president of financial and business strategy. She will be the first Asian American woman uh in in that position in the government and i tell you he's like you know what there's no reason why these positions aren't diversified like mm-hmm. there's no reason why like let's mix this up a little bit and like everything else these people are probably overqualified for the jobs that they are nominated for these people probably should have been had some of these positions but they consistently got bypassed well come on down <laughs> Make sure we pour out a little bit for corn pop. Mm. Um, Simon Rex confirms Meghan Markle's story on Twitter. This is true. Um, Rex confirmed a story shared on social media last week by Royal Suter, a well-known Royal Twitter account run by a freelance writer. The account tweeted an excerpt of Rex's interview with The Guardian from earlier this month in which Rex said tabloids had offered him tens of thousands of dollars to lie and say he'd slept with Megan, but he had refused to engage with the falsehood. UK tabloids offered Simon Rex 70k to claim he had slept with Marco, with whom he appeared in the sitcom Cuts. Their off-screen interaction never got further than one platonic lunch, read the tweet's abbreviated version of the excerpt. I was broke as fuck. I really needed the money, but I'll be on food steps before I do that. He quoted the tweet saying, this is true. And I framed the thank you letter she wrote me, he added. In this interview with the Guardian, the actor, Guardian, the actor said the frame note resides in the house, his house in Joshua Tree. Dog, this is why when people try to do, she knew what she was getting into. I can't believe that. This is crazy. This ain't crazy to y'all. Y'all was like, yep, totally some shit they would do. And I get it. Maybe you know more about the royal family than I do. This is fucking insane to me. <laughs> like like this whole like right. middle ground. This whole like how does she know that? This whole fake ass middle ground of like, yeah, but she's kind of a bitch too. And you know, Harry Harry's all, all he's doing is complaining. Y'all niggas are weird to me. <laughs> like this seems right. a very one-sided. This seemed like a very one-sided, easy layup of a fucking like, yeah, that was just there. These people are out of pocket, and uh, I, I hope these two motherfuckers are able to to navigate all this bullshit because no one should have to be going through all this. She was pregnant when they was doing shit like this. These motherfuckers are crazy over that shit. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they don't like her, and uh, uh, they never have. And uh, I uh. Harry's book dropped today for people that don't know. Uh Prince Harry book dropped today. And um that shit uh broke audible 
and I didn't realize that it had broke Audible. I I had uh, went on my thing to uh, to check, and Audible had this big ass message when you went. I was like, uh, yeah, uh, we know that people are trying to. If you pre-order, we are trying to get your pre-orders fixed. I was like, well, bitch, I ain't got that problem. I pre-ordered and pre-downloaded and said click and press play for all the Earl Grey tea. I was like, I got to know what happened. And I can't wait. Talking about his book, I can't wait for her book. I'm going to be the first thing smoking to get that bitch. Well, shout out to Simon Rex for being a real one. Welcome to the cookout. Uh, let's give some props to the NFL. Okay. The NFL partners with HBCU med schools to create a sports medicine pipeline. Fewer than, fewer than 5% of team docs is, are black in a league where 70% of the players are. Uh, the NFL announced a partnership with four HBCU medical schools uh, designed to bring to lure black aspiring physicians to work in sports medicine and give them experience in the field. Uh, the schools are Mahari Medical College, of course, Howard University College of Medicine, Charles R. Drew University of Medicine and Science, and Morehouse School of Medicine. Uh, they're doing month-long in-season rotations with eight NFL teams, the teams, the Bengals, the Rams, the Chargers, the Giants, the 49ers, Tennessee Titans, and the Washington Commanders will each host two students each. And officials from the NFL and the schools involved said during a conference call today that the program could help draw black students into medical specializations where they are woefully underrepresented. Specifically, the medical students will have the chance to explore primary care sports medicine and orthopedic sports medicine. Only 5% of the members, are, well, I already said that, yeah. So, yep. Oh, let's go. That's actually really great that, you know, and the thing is, what's funny, though, <clears throat> is that, everybody claims you can't find them and shit like that but nobody actually does this like it's rare that you get them to do this go well we're gonna go where the source is where they're actually pushing and pumping them out yeah we ain't just gonna be like we can't find them well this is also one of the reasons that i never get involved in the hbcu pwi debate because what a lot of people in their obvious bias and stupidity will say shit like well um if you go to hbcu how are you gonna get into these white businesses and stuff like that you have to go to a pwi for the connections and it's like every last one of these fucking industries when they try to recruit black people guess what the first fucking thing they do they immediately start looking at hbcus every last motherfucking one of them when they go we need some blacks it don't matter if it's fucking google or the nfl the first short list of where the black people at is gonna be the hbcus so when you talk about opportunities remember that shit too because you're sounding stupid anyway yeah 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 because yeah yeah because yeah, it, it's a very uh stupid and uneducated thing to say you know yeah. because that's 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 not the reality and the thing is uh a lot of these quote-unquote connections guess what nigga you didn't get these connections that you claim that you got. Where where are these people that's getting you up and the and promoted and in all these high paying jobs? Like, well, look, I'm not I'm not trying to Karen. I don't I'm not trying to besmirch people. And I don't want to start the PWI fight here. 
Some of them do get connections. Some of them are doing well. There's many different paths to success and achievement. I'm only speaking Agreed. for the people when they say something so fucking transparently stupid as to how are you going to get at you just don't know how the businesses work the businesses go to the hbcus to find the black people to fill their quotas or whatever it is their initiatives this is where they go so i, I don't want to turn it in because i know somebody out there is going to take yeah, what they, you yeah, said they're, personally they're gonna misinterpret what I'm and they're going to yeah, write in and, and know, be like i, I did right in here with no bullshit i do have connections i am doing well and it's going to turn into like them versus us and shit and i don't want that right, and i don't want to do and that. so i'm and cutting it off purpose. now I'm cutting it off now just right, so that, that we don't have to deal with that shit because I don't want to be feeling like I have to weigh in and then somebody going to get their motherfucking feelings hurt. So let's right. just leave it at there's many different paths. Nothing is guaranteed. But one Ooh. thing that does happen that no one likes to bring up when they want black talent, they typically go to HBCUs because it's a lot harder to go to places where black people already aren't very well represented black people are having a hard time to achieving and don't have a lot of support and go let's go find the three black people that you know graduated from this white pwi uh medical school and hope they want to do work here like was opposed to being like oh this school is about to graduate 20 doctors if we can just get two or three of them to want to come work with us that's that's a lot less work for us so i just right, right. agree yeah so. Yeah, and like I and like I said, and and yeah, it wasn't just starting that up. So I do apologize about that. Like, like that was not the purpose of my comments. All I'm saying is the a lot of people that make those comments, when you look at it, like I can challenge that. But no, it you know, go where you want to go. It is not even about that. Uh, education is education, but the facts do state that when they go, we're looking for black people, they do target HBCUs. Yeah, and um what's funny is that the NFL has five percent. And nationally, there's only about 2% of orthopedic surgeons that are black. Uh, so that, like, the NFL already has, you know, uh, they're already ahead of just the, the, you know, the rest of the United States. But, yeah, mm -hmm. shout out to them, you know. Um, we appreciate it. You know, you love to see it. Let's go. Welcome to the cookout. right um and let's go ahead and move into another segment um let me see what kind of articles i want to cover real quick see if i saved anything for this segment um you know not yet i don't think i want to do white people news just yet uh <laughs> okay um, <laughs> Is that I, I mean i'm just looking at the stories and seeing if there were any that were like okay. oh my god these white folks you know right uh, sometimes it's just all right you know and uh, i feel like we got some i right stories right now in white people news but um we can uh instead we'll do a little bit of guess the race you know okay um uh, so let's do guess the race and uh, i'll start wrapping this thing up anyway uh where's the guest race music there we go what time is it it's time to guess the race it's time to guess the race what 
It's time to guess the race. It's time to guess the race. A drunk driver crashed a van on the way to an AA meeting. Oh, no. Well, at least he was headed to the right place, you know? Yeah, yeah, going to get that help. A father of two was caught drink drink driving. This is, must be from the UK. Drink driving when he crashed his van on his way to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Richard Juniper, 35, was more than two and a half times over the limit with his Ford Transit van uh, when it veered into another car. He had been to a pub before heading to the counseling session after ending 11 months of sobriety when his relationship broke down. Oh, man, that's sad. Uh, bedroom fitter Juniper of Lettington, Gloucestershire, uh, Gloucestershire. There you go. Uh, admitted the the charges and was banned from driving for 22 months and fined 303 pounds. Uh, he was not aware that he had hit a car. Uh, oh, he was toasted. Yeah, he was that drunk. He is embarrassed and upset with himself that he had let himself, his family, and children down by having another drink. He's not had any alcohol to drink since, said his lawyer, Belinda Aris. Karen, guess the race. White. Karen's going white. Let's check the chat room and see what these uh, people believe. White, says Charlene. White, white. Bet the van was as white as him, uh, says Carrie. Well, the correct uh, bangers and mashers, white. Uh, the correct answer is everyone said white, and you got it right. <clears throat> nobody missed that one uh, i'll show you his picture mm-hmm. um it must have been him uh on a different day uh maybe he was coming out of the store with some with some bar with some beer or something i don't know but that's him there um man what a on the way to the aa meeting he was like if i could just get there maybe i can get some help uh <laughs> didn't make it a carry mom calls for safer labels after her son is accidentally poisoned. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Carrie, North Carolina, another Carrie. Carrie, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, she's So, Connor Taylor rang in the new year a few hours early on December 31st. He and his young cousin celebrated the start of 2023. Oh, wait. Can I play this? Oh, oh you know what? I gotta open up another browser to play it. Alright, it's worth it. Let's give it a second and I'll okay. try to play the audio for y'all. Um, so we can hear it. Yeah. No um, let's see here. Um, and I'm sure Ad is going to play first. Cause Harm- was mistaken for candy. It happened to a family in Cary and landed a boy in the hospital. Let me rewind because I think the first word got cut off. Hold on. Okay. Start over. Here we go. You can hear it though, right? I can. Harmful chemicals mistaken for candy. It happened to a family in Cary and landed a boy in the hospital. Tonight, his mother is calling for safer labels and warnings. Five on your sides. Kaylee Arthur shows us the packaging may easily fool you. After ringing in the new year at the age-appropriate time of 8 p.m., Taylor and his cousins did what everyone does over the holidays, indulged. And for kids, that means with candy. We were doing these games, and we were earning prizes, and one of our family members bought um, some 
pop rocks. The nine-year-old grabbed a packet, but the pop rocks weren't doing what they normally do. I ate it and I got no flavor because they're supposed to pop in your mouth. And mm -hmm. when I got no flavor, I just put more in my mouth and then it started to burn. <gasps> And here's why. Oh, Connor no. wasn't eating Pop Rocks, rather Lucky's mystical dragon flames. You throw them in the fire and they change the color of the flames. So of course, <gasps> this isn't made of sugar, rather things like copper, polyvinyl, and chloride, which can be toxic. When we immediately called Get poison down. control. They immediately called a physician who consulted with toxicology and I got a call from the toxicologist that I have already called Wake Med Children's Emergency Room. You are to emergently get there. Doctors admitted Connor to the hospital. The liver specific lab results were all elevated. So it showed that, you know, there, there was definitely um, some toxicity in his body. After a night, it started to go away, but what was left was a mother's frustration and concern over the toxic chemicals kid-friendly packaging. It had a cartoon dragon blowing out flames. It's called Mystical Dragon. There was no um, anything alarming on the front package that would make a child or even, you know, in all fairness, an adult say, whoa, what is that? In fact, the adult who accidentally bought the Lucky's Mystical Dragon Flames says that it was in a bin with Pop Rocks candy at the store. Ah. She never realized it was oh. any different. And I wonder if someone did that on purpose. I bet you they did. I bet you that shit was probably off somewhere and they took it and threw it in there because I, I don't see like a store employee just tossing that shit in there, right? Right. Here's why. Notice how similar the two are in size and color scheme. And I, um, it says on the one dragon flames and the other says pop rocks. Tasty explosion. Popping candy. <laughs> this is an image of the product sold on Amazon. It has a warning, harmful if swallowed. But the one Connor had, you see here, nothing. Both, though, have text saying do not eat, advising parental supervision, but it's all dwarfed by a colorful dragon and flames. It doesn't need to right. be something that is alluring to children. Minnesota Poison Control put out a warning after several kids were sickened by the very same product. That was back in 2018. Connor's mom says the time for change is now. I don't want it to take a child. Karen, are you okay? You keep talking during the video. You know that we can't hear you. So what's I'm, up? I'm sorry. Did you? Did, was it something you wanted to say or no? Mm -mm. Okay. Dying from this for something to be done. Okay, so we reached out. All right, so that's the story. Karen, guess the race of the boy who ate the, oh, the candy. Oh, why, why? And I would have been very upset and i'm surprised they didn't be get sued as the other children did so apparently you don't your labels and shit aren't big enough to actually just draw people's natural eyes i'll show yeah i'll show it is. to you after the the guesses i'll show you the label uh mm -hmm. but yeah white white would not survive willy wonka chocolate factory <laughs> but at least would have been invited white illiterate whites white is downtown carry uh white house of the dragon <laughs> blame it on the lesbian m&ms white you mean them feminines get them started on the meth train early white low threat detection whites white because these dcfs didn't take her kid white the correct answer is everyone got it white So that's the kid there, right?
And then um, this is what it looks like. It do kind of look like some candy. It does. And you see where right here it says do not open, do not eat right above the dragon's face. But like I didn't see it when I looked the first time. Yeah, it needs it needs to be bigger or like come like it it needs to actually pop off the page a little bit more. And it would not be surprising if this is something that somebody threw in there because like I said, I don't see the store setting it up where they just throwing that in there. And if this has happened before, you there's something wrong with your packaging. Mm-hmm. Like people are just picking it up and they just trucking on. You don't have something that pops off the page that says, Hey, don't do this. Yeah, that that's that is insane. Um, all right, you ready for the final one? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get you to the bonus round. Uh, what time is it? It's not the bitch was white. I ain't racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I call them niggas? Just call them niggas. It's Mom goes um, some, Go ahead. Some of out of in the chat, and this makes sense. You shouldn't be able to just to tear it open. Like they ought to be like something around it that you know where it's not like you ripping it up like a pack of M&Ms. You ripping it open like a pack of M&Ms. <laughs> like you know you ought to rip it open and then it's inside something else or something mm-hmm. but you know it's like too simple mom goes viral for finding daughter on roblox and telling her to defrost the lasagna it's the modern day equivalent hmm? go ahead what's what's that roblox is a game that kids play online and stuff okay it's the modern day equivalent of your mom calling the house phone to ask if you're taking the chicken out the freezer and the subsequent mad dash to do so before hearing the car pull up to the house. One Chicago mom, Cha-Cha Watson, is going viral for her post showing how she logged into Roblox just to get her get in touch with her 11-year-old daughter, Miracle. Oh. Uh, Watson tells Today.com that she's been calling her daughter's phone to get ahead, get a hold of her to no avail. To no surprise, she says, since the game boots you out if you pick up the phone. Instead, Watson says she decided to meet her daughter where she was at online. She says that while Roblox is a big game with tons of separate games inside, she's been playing for more than a year with her daughter and their avatars are friends on the platform. As a result, Mm. Watson could see which game Miracle was playing when she signed on, a Sims-like game called Barry Avenue. She just so happens to be in the beginning stage when you first pop up on the game. So when I popped up, she was just so happy. She just was just so happy to pull up. Um, she said, adding that she just hopped in a car with her daughter avatar. And I said, you see me calling you? And then she was like, I'm sorry, mom. Watson says she instructed her daughter to take a lasagna and garlic bread out the freezer so she could make it when she got home. <laughs> you can see you can see in the game you can see the 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 type on the page in the card with them together take the lasagna out the freezer and garlic bread so i can cook it 
<laughs> she said the car her daughter had been driving in the game stopped while her daughter went to remove the items from the freezer. Watson explains <laughs> that even though she's a comedian, she wasn't trying to go viral by sharing the ro- her Roblox crashing. I was like, people got to see what I go through to get in touch with my child. Uh, she got such a reaction after posting the screenshot to her Instagram story. She was compelled to post them on Facebook where the images went viral. So viral, in fact, that people started to steal her joke, which as a comedian, she says, bum me out. Not going to lie. Uh, that says she's thrilled. People have had such a reaction to her parenting antics and plans to talk more about being a mom on stage during her next stand up set. Oh, and she added that she actually loves playing Roblox with her daughter as a way to bond. Plus, she has a younger extended family members who also often join in. Being a single parent, you just want to make sure that you're spending time with your kids. That's really important to me to make sure I'm spending quality time with her. So I downloaded Roblox and that's just one of the best things ever. Uh, she thinks other parents should try it too. All right, Karen, guess the race of Cha-Cha. Uh, I believe it was Watson. I'm going uh, black. This is adorable. And at least you went into a just because the uh, generation of two. Mm-mm. God damn, what you playing? Pick up your motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this is the new age takeover. Chick- taking the chicken out the freezer black. You better roll your blocks off that phone and defrost the chicken black. I'm not one of your little friends black. <laughs> Unless you are one of your little friends. Uh, black, ma- black mama monthly all star. <laughs> Not the old style. Cha-cha slides right into that game, Black. Get your little tail off that Nintendo, Black. Black it as far as Whitaker's gums. Modern mamas using modern solutions, Black. Black, Black, Black. Adapt, overcome, get dinner, defrosted, and avoid an ass whooping, Black. She on there so much because she trying to find her baby. Oh, trying to find her daddy, Black. Oh, why, Lord oh, Amina? No. Why? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. Oh Lord, oh, that's why her name is Lordy Amina because that's what I said when I read that Lordy. Oh, <laughs> on blast, black mama, black and beautiful mama. The correct answer is she was black. <laughs> and the screenshot from um, the screenshot is, is funny. Mom, this is Amani. You seen me calling you. <laughs> Straight to the point. Like, take the lasagna. Now. This is them in the car together. Take the lasagna out the freezer and call it fresh so I can cook it. And she crashed the car on the side of the road. And then this is her, her daughter. Oh, man. Oh, that's adorable. That is so good, man. She's still at number the adorable age. Oh. Oh, man. That is, that is so funny. Oh. But all right, let's get into the final thing. Let's talk about sword ratchetness. sword ratchetness is where we go around the globe find different articles and talk about the scourge of these motherfucking swords out here in the world a new york city bodega worker fends off a would-be robber with a wooden sword uh it's funny they gotta be near you talking about bodegas yeah well new york city you know um yes the picture is funny uh he's wearing like a nick's hoodie (gasps) 
holding up the wood sword. The other dude behind the bodega looking like, here he go, being a fool. Um, but yeah, <laughs> apparently. That bitch is hilarious. Only in New York. Yeah, only in New York. Uh, That's brazen, the only you don't get that pick. A brazen East Village bodega worker fended off a would-be robbery suspect Saturday morning with a wooden sword stashed behind the counter. Olamari Saleh uh, told, or is it Salah, uh, told the Daily News he was working at the community grocery and candy store on East 14th Street in their first ave around 7 a.m. when the suspect, Zachariah Vasquez, charged in and demanded money from the register. As the two fought, Salah pulled out a carved blade from behind the counter and struck Vasquez, 28, in the head with it. And when they got a picture. They got a picture of him. Ooh, he sucked the hell out of him. <laughs> he didn't he? That old man strip and he said, like, What I'm not gonna do is lose to your young boy. <laughs> Gave him the business. <laughs> he did. Gave him that work. Um mm-hmm. the two fought and Sala pulled out the car blade. Da, da, da. Okay, Vasquez was arrested a short while later after Sala called the cops and charged with uh he was charged with attempted assault, the the guy who tried to rob the store. He was also taken to the hospital with a minor head injury. Man, that that's two L's you took. You didn't get the money and you got your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Well, you and know, you're gonna go to jail, probably. This is why you can't call us a biased podcast, can't call us unfair, because I covered the stories with the swords help out too you know i don't just only is <laughs> my journalistic integrity is intact okay it worked out we this do, time we do, we do both sides of, of, of the source controversy yeah not my fault that 99.9 percent of these stories turn out horrible for the one time right. that it works but hey all right y'all no shows uh definitely tomorrow and thursday uh i've reached out to justin maybe we'll do a balls deep on friday maybe not but uh yeah that will and then we should still do a feedback show sometime saturday Saturday. um Mm -hmm. so uh yeah and then after that uh we'll probably be taking a little bit time off because karen's gonna be up here so we'll see Mm -hmm. how we feel about any recording or anything while we're up here so um but who knows we got all the stuff to record and we may end up recording some of it just because the fact that i'm still not doing shit <laughs> like you know i don't have big plans so i'm gonna be little mm-hmm. shit so um anyway and I'll, also i'll be working so which is another thing mm-hmm. um but uh yeah we'll talk to y'all saturday um until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.